set your internet dials to danger as we bring you action, as we bring you science, and as we bring you theater with Action Science Theater! Morning, Skipper. Ah, good morning, Debs. And how are you today? Couldn't be better, thanks for asking, Chief. That's no problem at all. I'm glad to see you're maintaining your usual uncontrollable optimism. No point in wasting your time being unhappy, I always say. Yes. Indeed you do always say. Always. All the time. What's the plan for today in the world of calendrics? Ah, glad you asked. I've had a breakthrough in my work on the Mayan calendar. Look at this! Right. Amazing, isn't it? Ah, uh, yes. Amazing. Quite extraordinary. Yes, I'm, I really like what you've done with the numbers. Is that Calibri? As much as I appreciate your admiration of my font choice, I was referring to what the graph shows. Oh, uh, okay. So, so what do you think? It's very, um, curvy. What this shows us, my dear Deborah, is that I have translated and plotted an entire year of the Mayan calendar onto a modern one. Well, that is good. Well done, you. Which calendar did you use? It was the one with pugs I found lying around. You know, the acute pug for each month. Look, I used June. He's wearing a tutu. That was mine! I like pugs. I like their squashed little faces. Oh, chieftain, how could you? Anyway, enough of that. I'm not finished. This means that we can look for significant dates on their calendar and look for overlaps with ours. Right. And if there are overlaps? Then it'll prove some of my theories are correct. Which theories? About the significance of dates and the numbers behind them. You mean the theories you wrote about in that book? Yeah. The one that made you a bit of a laughing stock? Yes. And has meant that I'm the only person prepared to continue working with you? <clears throat> yes. And that's only because of my unstoppable sparkly optimism and refusal to see bad in people? Yes. You know, you're really taking the shine off this. Sorry, Big Cheese. Now, all I need is a way to present my findings. Somewhere that'll win me back some credibility. Some, some big, special event. Where are we going to find something like that? Honcho, look! 34.75th Science Fair in the Science Theatre next Saturday. How long has that sign been there? I haven't noticed it before. Well, it can only have been since Sunday or it wouldn't make any sense saying next Saturday. No, it could have been up on Saturday. It would have been referring to the next Saturday. Yes, I suppose that's true. I'll need to do some calculations to be sure, though. Uh, what day is it today? Friday. Doesn't give me much time. I wonder what the point seven five is about, too. Because last year they had to close two hours early for the Doctor Who finale. Don't sneak up on someone like that. Could have choked on my tie. Well, well, well. If it isn't Doctor made-up science and his sidekick... Plebs. Hello, Art. Nice to see you too. By the way, your name is Debs. I'm sure it is. Are we expecting an entry from you this year into the science fair? Some research proving the existence of fairies, perhaps? Uh, I haven't given it much thought. Probably won't do anything. Of course he's going to enter. He's going to enter a great big entry and he's going to win and everything. Okay, Debs. It's okay. Calm down. And it'll be all up in your face and you'll have to eat your words. Excellent. I look forward to it. Nothing like a laugh at a science fair. Haven't had one of those since that incident with the antimatter and those nuns. So what are we going to do? 
I wasn't going to do anything until you threw me in there with your big fat mouth. Is my mouth really big and fat? No, no, you're right. I must be confident. I'll finish my work in the calendar and we can present it at the fair. We better get cracking. What are you doing? It doesn't feel big or fat. Time's a wasting, Debs. Grab your face and let's go! Top Brass, I have something to help you at the science fair. What is it? I've composed you a theme song, so you can walk onto it and show everyone how super confident you are. Not really something I thought about, but go on. <clears throat> the days, the days, what do they mean? To understand them, do we need a machine? Or just top work by a man called Jay? If you agree, give me a little shimmy. Do, 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 do. Well... Uh, it's, uh, it's very, um, okay. Thanks! Will you use it? No, not a chance. There you are, James. Oh, hello, Anne. And how are you? That is beside the point. I understand you intend to enter the science fair? It is something I've been considering. I see. I assume you have something groundbreaking to share with the world. Uh, I do. Uh, I finished some of my finest work on the workings of the Mayan calendar. Oh, James, not this again. It's good work. I promise you this will win people over. It's had better if this doesn't restore your reputation and the reputation of this institution. I will have you thrown out of here at an angle of exactly 30 degrees and turn your laboratory into... A coffee bar. Coffee bar, you monster! Make it good, James. Or make it a white Americano with a shot of hazelnut syrup. Why does she dislike you so much? Because I made this place a laughing stock with my book. Oh. And we went out a few times and it didn't end well. Why not? I ran over her dog. Did it? Twice. Still, at least she stopped slapping me whenever I see her. Thing. How's it going, Commander-in-Chief? Uh, okay, I think. I really should have paid more attention in those Excel training courses. How do you take a number in one little box and make it go with a number in another little box so that they make a number of the two together? You mean add two numbers together? Oh, yes, that. Why don't I do the Excel stuff? Ah, that would be a great help. I'll make the tea and do the thinking. Typically, in that order. Is there any danger that there's going to be some science going on in here? Hello, Art. Clearly not. Hello, Art. Cup of tea? Why, yes, that would be lovely. Kettle's over there. Ha! <laughs> nice one, Debs. Yes, you certainly showed me I won't be messing with you again. Really? Of course I will. You ridiculous excuse for a sidekick. I see myself more as a helpful contributor. Oh, what can I do for you, Art? Well, it's occurred to me that perhaps I've been a little mean-spirited towards you. Yes, I think you have. And we work for the same institution. We should be helping each other. That does sound very fair. So, in that spirit, I've come to offer you help. Really? Really? Yes. I've won Science Communicator of the Year eight times in a row. Weren't you the only entrant last year? It still counts. You do have some skills, it's true. 
I remember when you explained Heisenberg's uncertainty principle using two kittens in a balloon. It brought the house down. Very dangerous. Shame so many people were hurt. Well then, let me help. What can I do? Okay, I've got Debs and the Excel stuff. I-, I can do my slides. Perhaps you could write my script. I'll give you all my notes, everything I've written so far. I haven't got backups or anything, but that'll be fine. Um, Gov, is that entirely sensible? Of course. We can trust Art, can't we, Art? Yes. After all, we're all friends, aren't we? Yeah, lovely friends. <sighs> right, one. Yes, Debs? I've been doing some thinking. Okay, now, we've talked about this. I know, but I thought I'd give it a go anyway. What have you been thinking about? Well, you wrote this book that made you a laughing stock, and made this place a laughing stock, and your plan for undoing all that is to give a big presentation at a science fair repeating many of your ideas from the book. Yes, all seems fine so far. But it doesn't to me. I see. Can I tell you a story, Debs? Is it a scary story? Not really. Well, no. Then yes, you can. When I was a little boy, growing up in Dublin, I... Oh! You're Irish! Yes. Sorry, is that a surprise? Now you come to mention it, no. Anyway, when I was growing up in Dublin, I knew this kid called Graham. Graham wasn't one of the cool or popular kids. He didn't really have any friends. But he was convinced of one thing. And what was that? That he knew, he knew, that if you stood on the wall of the house at the end of our street, you could see straight into Miss Gatlin's bedroom. Who was Miss Gatlin? Our maths teacher. And if you got up on the wall at about nine o'clock, you could see her in her bra. Right. But nobody believed him. Everybody thought he was mad. Until one day, me and a couple of others thought we'd just see, just check if he was right. And was he right? Yes. You saw the lot. It was amazing. Then we told more kids and told more kids and pretty soon Graham was a hero. So what's the meaning of your story? I'm Graham, Debs. I thought as much. Why don't you just say that rather than making it out it wasn't you? No, no, I mean I'm Graham now. I'm like him. I know something is true. And if I can just show people the proof, I'll be the hero. And and then maybe, just maybe, I'll get to see a few more bras. Well, I can't think of a more noble cause to work for. Which probably means I'm quite tired. How are we doing, Debs? I've got all the data analysis done. The figures are there. It's up to you what you make of them. They prove my theories. I'm sure of it. We have the data. I have these awesome slides I made with loads of clip art and everything. Look, look, the words drive in like little cars. Amazing. Uh, We're just waiting on Art to come through with a script. Do you really think he will? You know, I think he will. Underneath that cold, dead-eyed exterior beats a warm heart. I'm sure of it. Hello, losers. Art, we were just talking. Wait, that was a bit mean. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to upset you, poor little lamb. Stop it. Have you got my script? Script? Yes, script. You took all my notes and were going to write it for me. When you were being all nice, before? I can't say I really remember. It doesn't sound like me. No, it doesn't sound like you, but it's what you said. I'm afraid I don't recall... I did have a load of papers on me after I came in here last, but I thought they were probably rubbish and put them in the bin. What? No! My research! You, you absolute bad man! So, this was a plan to scupper me all along. A horrible prank put together by you. 
Oh, not just by me. Hello, James. Anne, no! I'm afraid so. It had to be done. I can't let you make a fool of this institution again. Do you really mean this institution, or do you mean the general here? Explain yourself, girl. I think she still has a soft spot for you, Commander. She doesn't want to see you hurt. Don't be ridiculous. He ran over my dog? Twice? James, give up on this work. Find something else to do. I will not. This is my moment. This is the thing I was meant to do. My work is all there. I can get this presentation together in time. And I'll win people over. I can do it. This is my bra moment. Your what moment? Never mind, it's a complicated story. And welcome everyone to the 34.75th Science Fair. We're really hoping for some action today here in the Science Theatre. Are you nervous, Brigadier? No, no. I'm fine. It's not too much pressure. Just a reputation of myself and this entire institution on my shoulders. There, the young man with so much pressure on his shoulders. The man they call Jimmy. And he does look nervous. He looks like he could faint at any minute. So it's well worth sticking around to see if that happens. Ah, hello, James. And there she is, our glorious leader, Dr. Anne Drewman. What a woman. Authoritative and stout. So much strength in those ankles, and there needs to be. You're definitely going to go through with this. Oh, yes. Nothing to fear there. Everything will be restored. Restored like it's just never been restored before. (laughs) Reputations galore. Restored, restored, restored. Right. Well, I'll be judging you as much as I can. Remember that. If you mess this up, well, you know. 30 degrees. Thanks. No doubt some words of encouragement there for the young lad. Oh, sweet lord. Oh, Dr. Crackpot. All ready? Hello, Art. Yes, as ready as I'll ever be. That bad, eh? You just wait, Mr. Arty Farty. He'll show you. He needs to show someone. And convince them. Good luck. Don't listen, big man. You'll be fine. Thanks, Debs. Right. I better get on and do this. Have you got the cue cards? Yes, right here. And your slide clicker? Yep. With laser pointer? Yep. And you remember the emergency procedure? Yep. If it goes badly wrong, blind the audience with the laser and run for it. Good. I think you're all set. Thanks, Debs. Here goes nothing. And here he goes. Let's hope he doesn't mess this up. Or let's hope he does. Either way, it will be entertained. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen. Traditional beginning. No surprises there. I must thank you for coming to my talk on the very important science of calendrics. He's pleading slightly. The crowd react. I have recently completed my work on translating an entire Mayan calendar, analysing its mathematical structure and comparing it to a modern Gregorian calendar. That calendar, of course, full of images of bugs. The work has produced some remarkable findings. And here I present for you... The highlights. You can feel the tension in the room. It feels a bit like damp. I have found clear correlations between certain dates of importance in the Mayan calendar and the Gregorian calendar, as you can see on my slide. The slide is, as you'd expect, badly designed and garish. 
So many bullet points, and an interesting, if slightly derivative, use of word art. This leads me to conclude that some dates are linked. Linked by significant events, driven by a force shown on my slide as the value X. You could indeed call this force... Destiny. And he's crashed and burned. There'll be no survivors from that one. I, I shall now, I shall, I shall now, I shall now, I shall, I shall now, I talk you through the significant events. The crowd aren't going to let him finish. He mentioned one of the bad words of science, destiny, and they're not going to listen to any more. Debs, Debs, you went wrong. The laser pointer's not working. I can't see the brass, Debs. I can't see them. Take him away. I want him thrown out. Dirty degrees. No less. It will be my pleasure. It's true, I tell you. Some dates are significant. Something links them. Great events have all happened on the same day, I'm sure of it. Look at what happened today. Just do Piece of Columbus, you, sir, are drunk. No, I'm a nut, sir. I tell you, today we set sail and find a new world. Let's go that way. Well, good luck to you, my friend. You are drunk and fool. Sit down for me, please, Mona Lisa. I must paint you. But, my dear, what is the matter? Sorry, Leonardo. I am in a strange mood tonight. Well, try and keep a straight face, would you? Good morning, sir. Good morning, Smedley. Today I, Sir Isaac Newton, will go and do my morning thinking under that tree. Might I suggest a different tree, sir? The apples in that one seem a bit wonky, sir. I'm sure it will be fine, Smedley. Very good, sir. Mr. Roddenberry, Jean. I'm sorry, Mike, I was miles away. I can't get this idea for a TV show out of my head. The one about the spaceships? It won't catch on, Jean. Lads, I've got this great idea. We could do an action science podcast. Oh, no. Starring in Jimmy Calendricks were Matt Kirk, Miriam Higgins, Rona Wells, Brian Mackin and Dan Bond. Written by Dan Bond and Brian Mackin. Produced by Dan Booth. For more action science theatre, go to actionsciencetheatre.com. <laughs>